Thanks for tuning into the Glitter Cast. This is the Taurus season astrology and taroscope episode. And we're going to probably have a little bit less time spent on reading tarot cards just because there's so much astrology that I want to go over with you guys, but I'll still pull cards for each sign. So just to give a little bit of information about Taurus season and what that means, if we're looking at the natural evolution of the astrology wheel, Aries is sort of like where we get inspired and we get ideas and we get motivation. But Taurus season is kind of like the work that we have to put in to actualize and manifest these goals or ideas that we sort of felt inspired inspired by during Aries season. And the energy is going to slow down significantly because Taurus is an earth sign. And so it's not going to be as quick moving as Aries season, which is a fire sign, or even Gemini season, which is an air sign. So you may feel like you're a little bit more low energy or a little bit slower than you normally are. And it's just because that's the energy that we're working with. And you should be slowing down and not just slowing down in terms of like resting, but slowing down in terms of appreciating your surroundings. Taurus energy is all about sort of like enjoying the simple pleasures in life. And so smelling flowers and appreciating aesthetics because Taurus is a Venus ruled sign, beauty and aesthetics are really important during this season. So if you've been wanting to give yourself like a makeover, um, anything like that, that's good. That's a good time to do it. I'm going to be doing like a little bit of a overhaul on my closet. I got to move some stuff out and get new stuff in because I'm trying to refine my wardrobe because I'm a woman who's approaching 34. And so I feel like I need to adult it up a little bit more. Anyway, uh, Torah's energy also really wants you to eat all the good food. There's probably going to be a temptation to stay in bed and just feel cozy at home, lounge on the couch, do all of those things. Just make sure that you're keeping a balance and you're not like zombieing out on the couch. You know, this is a really good time to engage with art and explore music and explore even paintings or whatever whatever art you're interested in or drawn to, Taurus season is a good time to explore that. I hope I'm not f- like coming across as low energy. <laughs> I'm like feeling a little bit low energy, but I've been trying to like lean into Taurus energy all day. And I feel like, I don't know, I just, it just, it feels slower. I feel slower. The energy feels slower and that's good. We should be <sighs> bringing it down a little bit. I also feel like there was just so much energy because they announced the um, in the, in the George Floyd murder trial, they announced the verdict today, which, you know, all turned out in our favor, but oh my God, that's so much, that's such a release of energy. And I feel like, you know, when there's a release of energy and there's an outcome to something that we've been anticipating for a very long time, there tends to be sort of like this energy, like almost like, a, like there's a shift and then we get into like a little bit of a lull. Um, you know, Taurus is a fixed sign and it's an earth sign and it's really hard to move earth and fixed signs are the hardest ones to move as well. So people will probably be getting a little bit more stubborn than usual. And when it comes to your, you working with this energy, so Taurus energy is really great for resilience. It's really great for, you know, um, there's like, there's like a patience to getting work done and getting things done. But there's also a stubbornness to like, I will get this thing done. And there may be like some projects that you have to decide to neglect. And you may want to even like sort through that at the beginning of Taurus season, which 
projects are the most important to you and which ones do you want to build upon? Because if you spread yourself too thin, that's not going to be great for the things that you're trying to accomplish and achieve. So I would almost like bring some sort of structure and some sort of layout of what exactly you want to accomplish during tourist season so that it can become more attainable for you. Um, I feel like the motto for tourist season is going to be work hard, rest hard. Uh, so don't be afraid again to do things that are really good for your body. When we have Taurus energy or any earth sign energy coming through, um, I do feel like we, our bodies internalize stress more than they normally would. So it's going to be really important that you're stretching, that you're exercising. And there's like a catch 22 with this energy where it's like, you may not feel that motivated to exercise and work out, but not working out and not exercising and not using your body makes you more tired. And so it's sort of like you have to find your will and your determination to take on tasks that you don't necessarily want to do. Um, we've also got Mercury in Taurus. Mercury moved into Taurus on the same day that the sun moved into Taurus, which was the 19th. Right now is the 20th. So, you know, 420 shout out. That's the only 420 shout out I'm going to do because there's just too much astrology to talk about. And also like, who cares? I'm not a teenager. I'm not like, oh my God, 420. Like, no. Um, but also, yes. Okay, so here we go. Uh, <laughs> Mercury and Taurus right now, this is going to be a situation where we are being more deliberate with our thoughts. We are giving ourselves the time to think things through before we really um, act on things. There's a little bit of a caution. Again, people are going to be more stubborn, so it's going to be hard to change people's minds. So I don't know. Political arguments are a thing that happen no matter what, but don't just don't hinge your hopes on changing anyone's mind ever, but especially not when Mercury is in Taurus. Uh, I am going to say that because Taurus is an earth sign, it likes to see like it needs to see proof basically. And so actions are going to speak louder than words. So if you're, you know, if you're having relationship stuff and you're supposed to be evolving and changing, like you actually have to take steps to show that or your partner needs to take steps to show that if there's a change that needs to happen to evolve the relationship in a healthy way. But even when it just comes to like friends and coworkers, like if, the, if you're trying to prove change or you're trying to prove evolution, just don't even talk about it. Just start acting on it. Start doing it because talk is cheap. When Mercury is in Taurus, it's all about like putting in the work, making the effort and doing the damn thing. On April 23rd, we've got Action Planet Mars, uh, which is moving into Cancer. And we all know Cancer is a water and sign. And actually, Mars really does not like to be under this sign because it's fiery. It's an aggressive. It's a primal force. And Cancer energy is sort of like, you know, sensitive. It's watery. It's moody. And yeah, the planets do have signs that they like and they don't like being in. And Mars does not, it's called being in the fall. It's in its fall in Cancer. So it doesn't act as, you know, it's not operating as well as it normally would when it's in Cancer. And I know that Mars is one of Scorpio's ruling signs and that's a water sign, but like we're not focusing on that. We can talk about that when Mars goes into Scorpio. Uh, Mars is in Cancer, water Cancer, and it's like, you know, your motivation can take a hit. And it's going to weigh heavily on where you're at emotionally. So you're going to need to pay attention to your mood. Um, but also there's another catch 22 here where, you know, if you're not putting the work in to accomplish your goals, it's going to make you feel worse. But if you're not feeling great in the first place, 
it's hard to make yourself do anything that can help you just because like that inspiration's not there. And really the only advice I can give to my, that I could give to you. Um, and this is what I say to my clients all the time. Like you always have to be gentle and nurturing with yourself, but there's also going to be a time where you just have to kick your own ass and do it. And like, that's what I always say. Like, you're just going to have to kick your own ass. So when it comes to getting things done, when Mars is in cancer, staying on top of where your mood is at as much as you can. Um, But when you can't stay on top of it, keep in mind that neglecting your duties can breed more just not great moods. (laughs) You know, it can, it can, it, it can be a cycle. It could be a vicious cycle and it can be a little bit of a rabbit hole. So uh, meditation is always a great thing to do to help with mood stabilization and to help with clarity and to help with joy and to help with optimism. And if you are having like emotional lulls, which you could have with Mars being in cancer, like when, like I, you know, when I have bummer days and my 15 year old self would have made fun of me so bad for admitting this out loud to people who I know are listening to me. But like when I have too many bummer days in a row, I'll just say, I call in my optimism. I call in my joy. And, you know, I'm saying that to the universe you know, this is one of the things that I want, but it's also like kind of hacking your brain. Like you're telling your brain, I'm going to be happier. I'm calling in my joy. I'm calling in my optimism. I'm calling in my inspiration. Obviously, you know, I I take it a step further and I get candles and stuff like that um, going. So, I mean, also just like having your daily spiritual practice, having candles going all the time, having candles of a specific color going for a specific reason, depending on what you're needing, using essential oils, what crystals are you working with? Uh, you know, all of those little, little daily things, these tiny little tasks that we can integrate into our everyday can really make the difference when it comes to feeling emotionally and spiritually fulfilled. Um, I will say that people will probably have a lot of mood swings and because cancer is so nurturing and Mars, our action planet is going to be in cancer. You have to make sure that you're not being overly giving, And you're not being overly nurturing and neglecting your own nurture in favor of taking care of other people, which is like can be a cancer quality. Uh, I recommend taking cleansing baths, doing psychic defense work, working out and getting a sweat. These are all great ways that you can sort of survive the Mars being in cancer. But whenever Mars is going through a difficult time, I'll usually make a Mars candle where I'll get like a red candle and I'll dress it with cinnamon just to sort of like help energize the planet itself and to bring what energy that is available with this planet into my space so that I can work with it. Um, You know, keeping up with the energy of your home can have a direct impact on your motivation as well because cancer does rule the home. So if there's any clutter or if your home is disheveled or there's something that you need to take care of, I would try to get get it taken care of before April 23rd. I know it's the 20th now. And so that's not like a big window of time. Um, but anything that you can get done before then will probably help you. And also if you're feeling like you're slowing down now, sometimes I feel like the energy of a shift starts to creep in before it actually happens. So we could be feeling already a little bit of that Mars and cancer energy. I will say on April 23rd, I didn't really track any aspects that were happening except for like the new and full moon stuff, which I'll get to. Um, I didn't track any aspects in my notes here that I'm going over with you guys. But on April 23rd, um, on this same date, Uranus, which is sort of like the wild card planet and Venus, which is, you know, the romance and love planet, they conjunct. 
while forming a trine to the moon, which is a helpful aspect. So basically this is going to be a good day to do something nice and unexpected for someone special, but also like you might get random presents or you might uh, meet someone unexpectedly if you're single. And this is only going to happen, like this only happens once a year unless there's a Venus retrograde, which isn't happening for us anytime soon. So this is going to be the only day this year that this happens that uh, Uranus and Venus conjunct. Uh, and especially with that trying to the moon. So it'll be a nice, good, wonderful, should be good vibes, even though it's like Mars into Cancer is going to make us feel like we're slowing down even more. Because it's like, you know, we're taking this fiery action planet Mars and when you're, we're throwing it in a water sign and it's just like, bleh. So uh, yeah, anyway, we have that to look forward to. Okay, so we also have on the 26th, we have our full moon in Scorpio. I'm just pulling up the chart because I actually... Don't have notes on this. I'm reading the chart live. I just wrote in my notes, April 26th, full moon in Scorpio. So we've got this full moon in Scorpio, which is the planet of transformation and death and letting go and releasing. So if there is like any, this is like, I, I say that the Scorpio full moon is the best moon of the year that you can basically do a banishing, do a clearing or doing a cleansing because Scorpio energy is going to be it's the planet of death. It's or not the planet. It's the sign of it's the sign of death and rebirth. And so anything that you need to get rid of, this is like the best full moon to get rid of it. Um, it's also Voodoo's birthday. Ha, like that is my dog. My dog's first birthday is on a Scorpio full moon. And I didn't think about that when I was buying her. I wasn't like looking at the astrology of her first birthday when I got her. Um, and yeah, so I'm a little baby girl. I'm excited. I'm gonna be in Joshua Tree, and we we got we got a hot springs that night. My my boyfriend, Satan, and myself. So, and I was just there with my family. But anyway, I digress. Um, we have Venus and Mercury. They're conjunct in Taurus on this day as well. And so, I mean, this is going to be a good time to speak from the heart. This is going to be a good time to connect with people on an emotional level. We... Um, you know, we could see a lot of like really good sex and a lot of sensual stuff going on because Venus and Taurus, I kind of talked about this last time is a really sensual, um, is a really sen sensual placement. And so this is going to also be a good time to like eat yummy foods. And I'm not like, I'm not saying comfort food, like good, fine food, drinking like nice, yummy juices, treating yourself to tea. All those things are going to be great. Uranus is hanging out pretty close to the sun on the day of this full moon it's within three degrees of the sun which is like considered an aspect so it's considered a conjunction and again Uranus is this wild card so I think that's going to be kind of a crazy fucking full moon to be honest because we've got the moon hanging out across the cosmos which is like it's just shaking things up um and then things could get and also like if you're on the East Coast, it, like it might be like it might look more like the 27th for you. Um, but we will see like some harsh energy going on um, as the night continues. But luckily, it should be when we're all asleep. So I'm not going to really talk about that too much. But yeah, I think that really what your focus should be on is really just making sure that you are releasing whatever it is that you don't want around anymore because it's the perfect time for that banishing, transformation, snake magic, all that stuff is going to be good. 
working with death, working with black candles, you know, that's all great stuff that you can do and water, taking a bath, ritual bath, because Scorpio is a water sign. Okay. So moving on from there. Okay. May 3rd, Mercury goes into Gemini and this is where our minds are going to kind of speed up a little bit more. Right now, our minds might be moving a little bit slowly because again, we're in Taurus, uh, which is just more methodical and Gemini is really quick moving. It's a quick wit. It's cerebral. um, It's, you know, an excellent multitasker. And so you might actually get a little bit overwhelmed or overstimulated because your brain is trying to process too much information at once. But this is a really good time to learn something new. So while Mercury is in Gemini, beginning on May 3rd, uh, you may want to consider picking up new information, studying, because you'll be really receptive to information. You will be, you know, quick-witted as well, which I think I mentioned. But before this reason, it's going to be important that you're relaxing before bed. I think I've mentioned this before, but I always wrap my phone in a black cloth or I turn it on do not disturb. I actually, to be honest, I have my phone on do not disturb all day and it drives my boyfriend crazy because I never know when my phone's ringing and if he leaves the house and he needs me for something, I probably like 80% of the time miss miss his call. But I will say that I usually call him back within five minutes because something tells me to look at my phone. And so I am looking at my phone kind of all day, but I just want to, I want to look at messages and I want to look at phone calls on my terms. I don't like it when my phone like pings at me and I feel like I have to go see who's texting me. Like, I don't like that shit at all. So my phone's always on do not disturb. Uh, And that's a good thing. That's a good practice to get into when you go to bed because we create psychic connections and psychic ties to our phones. And so they, the internet never sleeps, right? So if we have our phones on our nightstands, right next to our heads, right next to our crown chakras, which open up while we're sleeping or we're relaxing or we're trying to go to sleep for the night. Like, I think that sometimes we get insomnia from our cell phones. And so, um, you know, if you can put them in another room or turn them off completely, that's great. But I know a lot of people can't, if you have, if you've got like elderly parents or you need to be available for work or, you know, whatever that looks like for you, just wrap it in a black cloth or put it, you know, in the next room over, but leave the volume on or even just in the drawer. Uh, these are all going to be ways that you can sort of help alleviate just the noise that comes from our phones, even if we're not looking at them. Um, I think there are crystals that you can use for this as well. I believe hematite is a good one for this. I haven't done a lot of um, electromagnetic whatever crystal work just because I haven't, but maybe maybe that's something I'll research and maybe even I'll make a kit out of it in the future. The sleepy, like the sleep well, don't, don't let your computers and electricity ruin your life kit. That's exactly what I'll name it too. Um, anyway, um, try not to get sucked into social media holes while Mercury's in Gemini. Um, Gemini energy is, it's great because it's, you know, it's super smart. Uh, it, you know, it's good at multitasking, but it also loves communication and social media and chatting, which means again, we can get, you know, we can just fall down Insta- we can just fall down Instagram holes really easily. Um, anxiety is pretty common with this, uh, much mercur- with this much like mercury type energy going around. So, you know, remember to ground, remember to meditate. I always try to like beat it down your throats so that you guys have to meditate because it is the best thing that you can do to just sort of be in control of the energy that you're encountering every day. So that's why I always try to push you guys to be meditating more often. And if you're a person who has too busy of a mind to actually like sit down and meditate, go for a walk, 
just go for a walk and see what's going on outside and that will help you. It'll have similar effects as meditating would. On May 8th, Venus is going to go into Gemini, so the planet of love and romance. And I think that's actually going to be a really fun time for us because Gemini energy, when it's got Venus going on with it, it's super flirty. It's super charming. And so we're all going to be flirting and char- like flirty and charming. Uh, but you're going to want to have to watch out that you don't like fall down a charisma trap because uh, everyone's going to be like a Casanova. We're all going to be running around smooth as hell. And it's like you don't want to fall for someone who um, could be not so great of a match for you just because it's like charisma time. Uh, this would be a good time to use dating apps too to find love through a dating app or even special interest groups. So if you are single and looking to mingle, then I would say that you could, you know, start working with trying to find someone online. Um, I will say that you will need, like, you're going to need an intellectual connection. I am like, keep fucking up my words. I keep like tripping over my words. I'm so sorry, you guys. Um, but you will need a intellectual connection with the people that you meet just because you're not, I don't know, because Venus and Gemini, like it needs, it needs the words. It needs the words and it needs to have the conversation and it needs to collect, it needs to connect on like you're with the, the meeting of the minds versus just a meeting of a heart or the meeting of a bot of the meetings of the body. So it's going to be important that you guys have intellectually stimulating partnerships during this time. Sorry, I'm just taking a drip, a sip of my tea. Okay. The new moon on May 11th. Let me check that one out. Okay. Here's a chart. So this is going to be the new moon in Taurus. It's at 21 degrees. I didn't say where the full moon was, but I think I'm going off memory. I'm pretty sure it's at seven, at seven degrees. But the new moon is at 21 degrees in Taurus. And I mean, this is all about what you want to build. This is a really good time for money magic. Um, And there is sort of a helpful aspect going on between Neptune, which is the planet of dreams and fantasy and and kind of romance. And it can be gaslighting when it's in a harsh aspect, but this is a good aspect. So this is going to be a time where you can like find solutions to your problems. You can find solutions towards your path moving forward. You can sort of visualize where you need to go. But again, like you can't abandon the hard work that goes with it. Mercury is also going to be making a trine, another pleasant aspect to Saturn, which is like Mercury, the planet of thought and communication and Saturn, the planet of uh, like, you need a plan, you need to have a structure and an organization to this. They're sort of getting along. So again, this is like a really good time to like jot down and map out step by step, you know, things that you need to do, but also organizing your life, organizing your goals, organizing your situation, talking about where you want to go visualizing where you want to go. I will say there is a harsh aspect here because we've got Mars, again, that action planet making a harsh square to the healing asteroid Chiron. And because Mars is in Cancer and Chiron is in Aries, this is going to be a situation where either like people feel neglected by you or you feel neglected by people or you feel like there's not an even exchange in your relationships. And so you may feel like you're giving and you're not seeing much coming back to you. And so you may just have to like check out and like have some time for yourself. What's nice is that Mars is making a pleasant aspect to Uranus as well. Uh, And so what this could look like is like there may be something that blows up in your face on this day on the new moon, or there could be some sort of drama or trauma, but I think it's going to help you see the light and it's going to help you see like what isn't working for you. So if there is any sort of like 
unexpected thing that feels like a disaster at first, it's probably a blessing in disguise. And it's just probably the universe trying to tell you which way that you need to move forward um, so that you don't keep going down whatever path that you're on that isn't working for you or whatever part of your path that's not working for you. Um, you know, with the new moon in Taurus, I said money magic, love magic too, aesthetics as well. Um, I cannot stress this enough. Make sure you are stretching and moving during Taurus season. And then also, you know, not just on this new moon, but in Taurus season, there's going to be a direct link between, I mean, there's always a direct link between what you eat and how you're taking care of your body and how you feel, but I think it's going to be even more pronounced. So making sure you're eating healthy is going to be really important during this time. Um, we've got on May 13th. So just a couple days later, Pisces, you guys want to listen up for this because Jupiter is moving into your sign and Jupiter, again, it's like the planet of luck and expansion. So anyone with a uh, strong Pisces aspects in their chart are going to have luck based off of this aspect. So you're going to want to pull out your chart and find out, you know, which house Pisces rules, because that's going to sort of give you information on where you're going to have luck in the next couple of months moving forward, it's not going to be there. Normally Jupiter kind of stays in a sign for a year, but it's going to go retrograde towards the end of summer. Or well, it's going to go retrograde in summer and leave Pisces towards the end of summer back into Aquarius. So um, it'll come back into Pisces, I believe at the beginning of next year or something like that. But you got this little blurb of a summer where you're going to have luck coming in and hitting everyone's charts in a different way. So you're going to want to pay attention to where Pisces rules in your chart, any planets that it rules, what house it rules. And that'll give you information on not where, not just where luck is going to happen, but where expansion is going to happen. So, you know, if it's hitting somewhere in your chart, like like maybe it's hitting your sixth house, which is where it rules, you know, your your house of health but you've got like a cavity that you've been holding off getting filled. Well, Jupiter being in your sixth house can make the cavity get bigger and worse. And so then it's a root canal instead of just a cavity filling. So this is where it's sort of like, okay, like I better watch my stuff and see what I don't want to get bigger and making sure that I'm in control of it. And I'm not just letting it sort of like willy nilly do whatever it wants to do. Um, I am going to say because... Pisces is the collective. We're all going to be feeling more tapped into the collective. I think this will be, you know, Sagittarius because they're Jupiter ruled. They might be feeling a little bit more sensitive. Um, but, you know, Pisces suns, Pisces moons, all those people as well. But, you know, with Jupiter going in Pisces anyway, I think that we're going to become even more aware of like what our problems are as a collective, like what's going on. Aquarius tends to be more of the political societal thing, but I do think that there is an element of that in Pisces just because it rules the collective consciousness or unconsciousness. And this also can have a lot to do with our subconsciouses and it does have um, influence in the dream world. So you may feel more emotionally involved in your dreams once this aspect occurs. And then also like, you know, depending on if the moon is making an aspect to it or Jupiter is making an aspect to it coming up, you know, as we move through this planetary transition, um, you may want to keep an eye on actually my Instagram, the glitter cast, because I always sort of do a little write up of the aspects of the day, but I would just keep your eye on this Jupiter and Pisces thing. Cause it is a significant shift for us. Um, you know, with the sun in Taurus as well, I'd watch out for stress eating 
because when we've got Pisces energy, there can be issues around like overconsumption and addiction. Like Pisces does rule addiction and Jupiter makes things bigger. So again, it's sort of like you got to make sure that you're not drinking too much, that you're not smoking too much pot or if there are any other drugs that you do, even if they're prescribed, you know, making sure that you're just being, you know, smart and healthy with whatever it is that you consume. I'm not, you know, being, I'm not being judgmental on here on this end at all. I'm just, you know, trying to advise you about where the energy is going. I'm the last person who would be judgmental, especially if you guys all know what my past is like. It's like, yeah, you know, just watch yourself, be careful. Um, and again, watch out for, you know, the things that you do and don't want to get bigger. And on May 20th, the sun enters Gemini and I will have a new astrology and tarot scope episode for you guys. But now we're going to pull tarot cards and I'm just um, grabbing them now and I'm just going to kind of go through these kind of quick because I'm already on 30 minutes here and we've got, you know, 12 signs to go through. So I feel like I always go through them pretty quick though. Okay. Ooh, Aries. Okay. So for you, I pulled the Fool, the Ten of Swords and the Seven of Wands and the six of swords. So there's a couple things. Ooh, my crown chakras just like way opened up. So Aries, I think your crown chakras are going to be opening up. And, um, what that would feel like is probably a light tingling sensation on the top of your head, or it almost feels like your hair is growing. And if you feel that, um, coming through that sort of the universe and your guides trying to give you encouragement, trying to give you peace, trying to, um, ask you if there's anything that you need. So anytime your crown chakra opens up, I think it's a good idea to just say, what's the message? I call in your grace. Um, thank you for your support. Or even just like, hey, I could I could use help with this. Um, thank you, I need help with this. <laughs> this is a good way to do that. But turning back to the cards a little bit, the Fool is going to be the beginning of a journey and the Ten of Swords, that's kind of like a boundary or a blockage. And the Seven of Wands, this can be sort of like uncertainty or confusion. And so I do feel like there's a little bit of a like um, hesitation with Aries when it comes towards moving forward on something or not. Um, the six of swords can indicate some sort of travel of some point. So this could be like moving from your house, moving to a different job, going on a vacation, um, even just getting back out into the world. Uh, you know, we're starting to see things opening up more. And, uh, I believe now all Americans are eligible for the vaccine. I'm fully vaccinated, but I believe that now everyone can get it. Um, but what this sort of, I think breaks down to is like, okay, I think that we're all super excited and ready to like go out and, be in each other's presence, but there's still like this pandemic is still raging. In the last week, there were, I think like 5 million new cases worldwide. And it was the worst week that we've had since the pandemic started. And so, um, I think a quarter of all Americans are diagnosed. If I'm remember, I mean, I'm really just remembering these facts off the top of my head based off like what I've been reading in the news over the past couple of days. So, um, there could be like small inconsistencies, but I know that I'm not spewing out things I'm making up. Like these are things that I've read, but they could have, you know, everything's always in flux, especially when it comes to COVID. Oh my God. But when it comes to this reading, that's sort of like, and how I think it pertains to the collective is there's sort of this like, <sighs> yeah, like I'm ready to move forward. I'm ready to, you know, I'm ready to live my life again. But I think that there is also a little bit of like a, oh man, like I don't know, are things going to get back to normal? And do I want them to be completely back to normal? And there's, I think there's like a little bit of a like 
we've gotten used to staying in our homes so much. And I think there's also uncertainty. You know, a lot of people don't know if they're going back to work or they're not going back to the office or not. So there could be this little like feeling like you're in limbo. But if it pertains to personal goals or wanting to move or wanting to make a change, um, I think your guides are going to be like giving, sending you little chills, sending you little tingles um, to try and encourage you that you really do need to go after the things you want. And that six of swords, it's really just popping out at me, especially if you're looking for a change in scenery and you're trying to, I don't know, I feel like there's a move going on with one of the Aries listening, but you know, take this however, however it's going to work for you. Um, and just remember to stay positive and believe in yourself. All right. So we're going to Taurus's happy birthday. I love Taurus energy. Taurus energy and Libra energy are my favorites and I'm not afraid to say it. All my best friends are always Libras. It's been a pretty consistent theme throughout my entire life. I love Libra energy. All right. Taurus, what do we got? Okay. So I do see, okay, so I've got the four of cups and the seven of coins and then the lovers. So there's like a little bit of good and a little bit of bad. With the four of cups and the seven of coins, I kind of pulled those two together. And to me, what this could look like is, okay, so we're in Taurus season, right? We've got birthdays around the corner. And there can always be this sort of like getting older remorse around like, you know, you're not exactly where you wanted to be in your career and you're not exactly making the amount of money that you wanted to be making by this point in time. And it's just really about sort of like being patient with yourself and being cool about it with yourself. Like, yeah, okay. If you need to stay, if you need to take a day to lick your wounds, I'm not going to say don't do that. Cause like we all need to have a pity party every now and then. Um, and I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I feel like I can like sniff out a Torah's who's going to be like having a crazy night where they are all alone at their house and they're feeling isolated because everything's still shut down <laughs> and it's another birthday in a pandemic and they're just going to be like surrounded by ice cream and chocolate sauce and whipped cream and like watching practical magic and crying and you know what if you want to do that it's fine that actually sounds great I don't I'm not a big crier myself but I, I am told that a lot of people really feel good after they cry I um it's just my cap rising I think I've talked about this before I know I've talked about this before um my boyfriend's always like you're a freak you don't cry and I'm like no I'm just a Capricorn rising like the only well okay so the one thing that does make me cry is when dogs die and um when Sal and Hopi um from the crooked path when their dog Annie died a while ago um, he like saw me on my phone texting. He was like, are you crying? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, why? And I was like, cause Annie died. And then another one of my friends had to like put their dog down. Um, and she was like texting me about it and I like felt really bad for her. And I was at the dinner table again. And, um, she was like, and, or, and my boyfriend was like, why are you, are you crying? And I was like, yeah, Rose has to be put down. And he was like, Okay, but like now he just kind of laughs at me. It's like, I don't know, the only thing that triggers me is dogs dying. All right, because um, they're just such sweet, innocent babies. I'm sorry, Taurus. I'm like going off on weird tangents. Like with every, with I'm like, these these draws are going to be real short draws, you guys. And then like with Aries, I'm like, hold on a second while I go on a tangent. Now with Taurus, I'm like, you know what? If you want to cry, that's fine. I don't cry unless a dog dies. Like, calm down, Renee. Okay. Um, your other cards are the lovers and the queen of cups. And so this is really just like nurture yourself. You do you let yourself feel the feels. Don't be hard on yourself about money. Don't emotionally overspend, like watch your budget. Don't emotionally overspend Torahs. Um, <laughs> and then 
just be cool and loving with yourself. We do have the lovers here. Um, and I just pulled a clarifying card on that because it's Taurus season. So it's your birthdays and you guys are the princesses and the princes or the kings and queens, whatever you want to be. You could be all of them if you want. Anyway, the Knight of Coins is what I pulled um, to layer with the lovers. And so I do think it's okay to treat yourself a little bit, just like, you know, don't go crazy. But also uh, the lovers to me always indicates a new relationship of some sorts. It could be with yourself. It could be with a new person or it could be with a new hobby. So we'll just want to um, be open to that. And if you are feeling like kind of sad or bummed out with your birthday around a corner, uh, someone's guides are chiming in right now and they're just saying we want you to say you're open to love we just want you to say you're open to love and then we can bring it to you so hopefully that means something to someone Ooh, gemini's you y'all are wishing it was your birthday now because i pulled the sun you want it to be your solar turn <laughs> no i'm just kidding um i'm let's see okay so we have the sun we have the eight of wands and the five of cups so and the three of wands I don't know. To me, I feel like you might learn about which of your friends is shitty and which of them aren't. And you may just decide to get a little bit cutthroat about like dealing with that or not. And there's like, I, I don't know, I feel like this could pertain to a coworker too, where it's just sort of like you're tired of people like having like having their weird power struggles with you. And you're kind of like, oh, like you you're kind of over like letting people hurt your feelings right now. And so you're really just going to be rallying around the people who lift you up and make you feel positive. Um. I would just be doing a lot of solar work right now because the sun did come through. And I think this is like make like I think with this eight of wands here, too, and the three of wands, I think this is really about sort of like embracing your creative side and your artistic side as well and letting it be something that boosts your confidence. And I feel like a lot of people give up on their artistic selves and their artistic sides because they feel like they're not like they're not good at it right away. And it's almost like they go into it with this idea that like they might monetize it at some point. And it's like, no, dude, just do something creative because it's fun for you and it's good for your soul and make nice things for your friends. I feel like that's a really good way to like switch the motivating factor when it comes to whether or not you'll pick up a hobby because I, you know, like I said, people drop them really quickly because they feel like if they don't, they don't have a lot of time. And if they're, if they can't make money off it, it's not worth their time. But like, if you're making it as presents for people that you love just to be nice and sweet, I feel like that changes the tone of it. And that's a good way to practice. And then maybe eventually after you put in the effort, then you could maybe like have a little Etsy store or something like that. So something to think about, but yeah, I really think that like there is an there is an element of reclaiming your power. And I think that creative outlets are a really good way to do that. And then again, like staying away from people who are like, don't bring out the best in you. Don't bring out the best qualities in you because they don't have the great, the, you know, they don't have the best qualities themselves. Um, and steering more towards your more positive, uplifting influences and friends. And if there are family members who are a little bit toxic, just, you know, use your psychic defense before you talk to them. Okay, cancers. Ooh, cancer right off the bat. Three of swords, which is like the love triangle card or the indecision card. Then I pulled the two of cups. So I think it's more about like, I mean, it could be that there's a love triangle and you can't decide who you want to, um, who you want to go off with. And if you are torn between two lovers, um, the cards are asking you, cause I also pulled the two of cups, the queen of swords and the devil, the cards are asking you to use your logic to sort of like use discernment around, uh, where you're going to allow your relationship or your heart path to lead, 
Um, there's also a little bit of energy in here uh, just to like have this be readable for, um, you know, multiple situations. But there is a little bit of a read in here around like, I think you're going to be able to more easily identify red flags and toxicity within relationships, especially within your own relationships. And uh, the cards are sort of asking you to uh, make a decision around breaking patterns and whether that means leaving a relationship or having a different approach to the way that you communicate your issues with your partner. Um, this is where that's going to come into play. And then also someone's guides are trying, are sort of chiming in, watching what you're attracted to. And if you are on the dating scene, you know, uh, just like I would honestly, if you're just starting to date someone, I would just ask for clarity. Um, and I would ask for clarity around what your patterns are just because, um, that, that queen of swords and the devil, I feel like it's just wanting you to like, take a, take a hard look at like either your current past, uh, or, you know, oncoming relationships. It's sort of like to look at that. All right. We were just did cancer. Now we're going to do Leo. Okay. My Leo babies. Okay. I feel like the Leos are feeling kind of warm and fuzzy. Leo energy is just feeling kind of cozy right now. I think you guys are kind of like just chilling. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like the Leos are like you guys' energy is feeling good. It's feeling laid back. Oh, and I drew the sun, which is your card. Well, one of your cards really strength is, but the sun is, um, it reminds me of because you guys are ruled by the sun. And so it's kind of like one of your cards as well. Okay. Ooh, you guys got a lot of good stuff. Okay. So um, there's the sun, the fool, the king of swords, and the king of cups. And I feel like um, for this, there's sort of a like making peace with your vulnerabilities um, and understanding what those vulnerable vulnerabilities are so you can kind of protect yourself if you need to. Um, with the full, you know, there's always the opportunity for new beginnings and there's always like new adventures. And so I think that you're just going to want to be looking for ways to spice up and change your current routine and change your current life. And, um, I am sort of getting like online school, online school, educating yourself. Like someone's guides are kind of like pointing me in that direction. Um, and with the King of Swords there too, that's sort of like, Hey, like, let's like, the more you nurture your mind right now, the more you nurture yourself because we've got the King of Cups there as well. Um, and there could also be like a very smart, loving man that comes into your life if you are a person who's trying to date a man, male or female, if you're a person who's trying to date a man, that is a possibility. But this really feels more about the self than what you could be drawing in. Um, and so I do think that you'll want to just kind of like just take it easy. I feel like, I don't know, Leah's just feel really good right now. <laughs> just take it easy. Enjoy Taurus season. Know that things are going to be a little bit slow moving. Uh, lay in the sun, get, you know, get charged up, relax a little bit, but feed your brain, feed your mind, feed your intellect, and you'll be good. You'll be golden. All right, Virgos, here we go. The Hanged Man, the Knight of Swords, the Six of Coins, and the Nine of Cups. Okay, so if you are feeling trapped within your current situation, especially if it has to do with like finances or your living situation, uh, solutions are going to start presenting themselves. And so you really just need to do the follow through and the work, um, especially if you're having like 
this is like kind of what I was talking about earlier with the astrology that's going on. Like you're going to kind of have to just kick your own ass to do it. Um, with that hanged man and the knight of swords, it's just sort of like you have to use your logic to talk yourself through like, okay, things aren't going to get done unless I actually make myself do it. No, I don't feel like doing it, but if I don't do it, I'm going to end up feeling worse. And if I do do it, I'll feel better. So like, I'm just going to make myself do it. The nine of cups is here to sort of indicate emotional fulfillment. So if you have been feeling fogged up, if you have been feeling a little bit lethargic, um, I think you're going to be feeling a little bit more down to earth and like you're coming more, you're coming more into your body, especially with the sun moving into a fellow earth sign. I do think that you're going to sort of get a little bit more of a crystallized vision of where you're supposed to be going moving forward. Um, I think that doing any sort of brainstorming or automatic writing is going to be a good move for you right now as well. Okay. <sighs> Libra, I'm just like trying to pull these cards. We got, okay. All right. So Libras might be getting a little bit triggered by their family, especially when it comes to like the politics of their families. Um, or like, like there might even be like some triggering things from your childhood that come up. I've got the six of cups, which is like nostalgia or our past or remorse, the chariot sort of like taking control, uh, the devil, you know, that's unhealthy patterns, unhealthy relationships, all that sort of thing. Standing in your own way. It could be like, you know, are you standing in your own way? Cause you were brought up to not believe in yourself, all that sort of thing. And the world is patterned. So it is a little bit of a shadow work period for Libras right now. And I do think that like there can be regrets or remorse that come up, especially when it comes to like times you didn't advocate for yourself, um, or times that you, maybe you were not great to someone else. And if you are having like remorse around how you treated a person, maybe write an apology letter. Um, but it will be important that you do practice forgiveness on yourself. There, there could be an element of self-destructive behavior going on. Um, so you might want to look at, and it could be something minor like, oh, I want to lose three pounds and I'm being self-destructive because I like, like I'm eating donuts, which is like, fine. It's tourist season. Save losing three pounds for like, Gemini season where like everything's just moving super fast anyway Taurus season wants you to enjoy the donuts and wants I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure we get donuts tonight that's gonna be like my mission after I get off this recording that I make sure that like Satan and I go get donuts Ugh. there's this really good place across the street from the the crooked path called the donut hut and we figured out that they make their donuts fresh at like 8 15 8 20 and so on the nights that we get donuts we go after dinner at like 8 30 so like that's it that's a really interesting deal to detail about my life that I had to share with you um okay sorry I dropped a card okay Libras you might get you guys might have some weird dreams about your past too um just like if you're having weird trauma come up from your past, um, don't run don't run away from the emotion. Just let yourself sit with it for a second and say, I accept and release and try to make peace with the fact that you can't change it. And all you can do is adapt your response and the way that you move forward on your path going ahead. Okay. Sorry. I was taking another sip of my tea. It's so good. So yummy. All right. I'm drawing for Scorpios and, you know, Taurus is on the opposite end of the Zodiac wheel as Scorpio. So there is an affinity between Scorpio energy and Scorpio and Taurus energy. 
Scorpio energy and Taurus energy. Um, so Scorpios should just really like let them like really lean into Taurus season vibes. Um, all right, Scorpios, what do we got? Okay. So this is, I think, going to be sort of about your uh, work and play balance and your work and self-care balance. So we've got the page of coins. We've got the page of cups. We have the nine of swords, which isn't like, which is my least favorite card. Like the tower I can deal with, but the nine of swords, it's like, God damn it. Um, and then the three of cups. So the page of coins to me, this is like planning seeds for the future. How am I building my business? How am I building my bank account? How am I moving forward? Um, and the page of cups is sort of that like, hey, like you have to remember to take care of yourself and love yourself and nurture yourself. And also like, where are you getting emotional fulfillment from? Um, the nine of swords, like don't let a fear of failure stop you from, um, you know, working on your goals and don't be self-destructive around your goals by not working on them. And don't also let someone's guides are coming in. Don't let a fear of rejection stop you from pursuing love. Um, and then the three of cups is the crowning card. Like, I think this is just sort of that like home run card that's saying like, you need to lean into your friendships and you need to make sure that you're spending time with people and not just getting sucked into your work and your routines, which like, I feel like I'm being called out on that. Cause I'm such a workaholic. It's like, all I do is work, but it's okay. Cause my friends Dana and Grace are coming over on the weekend. And so I'll be like a social person again. And so it'll be nice. Okay. Sagittarius, my ears itching. It's so uncomfortable. I have like these big headphones on, and when your ears itching, there's like not a lot of options on how to get to it. You just have to take it off, take off your headphones. Okay. All right, Sagittarius, I'm getting <clears throat> feeling a little, feeling a little bit of pressure on my third eye. So there could be like psychic overstimulation. So you might just want to make sure that you are, um recharging and relaxing and like cleansing your aura, doing psychic defense, meditation, all that good stuff. Um, ugh, nine of swords again. I have so far I have the three of coins, which is about collaboration and the nine of swords, which could just be like other people fucking up could be giving you anxiety because you're, you're like trying to get shit done. <clears throat> um, I have the temperance card here, which is like trying to push, is like trying to push you to be calm and to just sort of like let things process and move through slowly so that they can unfold organically. Um, but Sagittarius isn't known as being the most patient sign. Um, and so it's just sort of like, Hey, like if you're feeling stressed out about a situation, like give yourself a pause, give yourself a beat to sort of like calm down about it and then address whatever the issue is, whether it's like a work issue or a friendship issue or a love issue um, that three of coins usually means like a group project, but it can just mean collaboration in terms of like friendships and the people that you have around. Um, but if someone is stressing you out, like just try to try to bring peace and comfort to that situation. Your crowning card, I got the four of cups, which is like sort of feeling bitter and sort of like having a pity party for yourself, which like I hate to say, but it's kind of just like, yeah, you might get annoyed and you might, get, I feel like Sagittarius are just going to be hell annoyed with people, which I'm like, fuck, because my boyfriend's a Sagittarius. I was like, I don't want him to get annoyed. Um, luckily, I know how to like, like, you know, calm, like I'm his partner. So I know how to do, I know how to diffuse like any negative energy that comes into him. Right. Because that's like how healers are. But um, just looking at Sagittarius in general, like there could just be like an added element of irritation that's putting you in a bad mood, even if it's just like being in the grocery store. 
So just make sure to like, you know, bring it down, find your Zen, check in with your breathing, trying to be compassionate with others. Um, and you know, letting, trying not to put, put the pressure on any situation that you're in, especially if it involves like other people, other people's work or other people's contribution, because like, you'll just drive yourself crazy. All right. Capricorns. I'm not skipping ahead. I'm going from Sagittarius to Capricorn like I'm supposed to, but there have been a couple of times where I was like, all right, Aquarius. And the Capricorns were like, what? But I always remember, I always remember to get you guys in. Okay. Yay. Capricorn. You guys have the star. I felt my crown chakra open too, just like I did with Aries. So Capricorns pay attention to your crown chakra is opening. I actually feel like Capricorns are going to be kind of like, I almost feel like Capricorns are a little bit goofy, which is like so off brand for you guys. You're usually so serious, but again, you're an earth sign. And with the sun being in a fellow earth sign, that can be kind of like an elevating energy for you. Um, and with the star here, like, I don't know, I just feel like Capricorns are like so goofy and so happy. Like you guys are kind of like riding on a cloud right now. So enjoy that. Um, I have the six of wands here as well, which is usually a victory or a win. Um, and then I have the five of swords and strength. Um, the five of swords, I wanted to pull a clarifier by that for that one, because I just felt like I, I was going to read it in two different ways. And so, uh, I was going to read it like, you're going to be so happy, like make sure you're not forgetting small details, but that's actually not really what I'm pulling through now with the clarifier. Um, cause I pulled death as a clarifier. And so I feel like just enjoy being happy just enjoy feeling light and let go of any grudges. Uh, you know, I know Capricorns are pretty good at like not really holding on to, to grudges, but Capricorns don't ever forget either when they've been wronged. And you know what? It's like, who cares? There's so much good in front of you. Just grab onto the good. And with that, the star card being there to me, that's a wish card. Um, and so you're going to want to make sure you're talking to the universe and you're going to be talking to them often. And you have the strength card here as well. So like, you know, whatever you wish for, as long as you put in the work to manifest it, you do have the resilience and you do have the endurance to make it happen. So, you know, just do, you know, do your, do your talking to the universe and then do what you need to do to make sure, you know, you're actualizing these goals that these things you want to manifest. All right. Aquarius ooh, got the six of wands for you again, the page of cups, justice and the moon. Okay. So I hate to say this Aquarius, but with these, with all of these cards coming together, there could be an argument that happened recently or that happens during Taurus season where like you might just a little bit have your head up your ass because I just feel like with the page of cups being here, um, and the moon being here, which the moon can like, can be confusion. It might just be that like, because you're feeling hurt, you're not willing to see, why the person you're in a conflict with is feeling hurt as well. And that can mess up your chances for resolution. So it is going to be a time to put your pride to the side. Um, but of course, you know, that, that you still have to honor how you're feeling and where you're at emotionally. Um, also, this is going to be a good time for you to like blow off people you don't want to hang out with and do some self-care because the page of cups is all about self-care too. And justice is about balance. So if you're feeling off balance and you've got like, you know, friends that are demanding or dates that are demanding or partners that are demanding, just be like, you know what? Like it's me time. Torah's energy does not give a fuck when it comes to like setting boundaries to do self-care. And I think that you need to sort of like embody that a little bit because sometimes Aquariuses can just be like, 
I don't know. Like just, just set, like, don't be afraid to set your limits and don't like, just be like, you know what now? Like, I'm like, I know that you want to honor your word. If you tell someone that you're going to go out and you're going to see them and you're going to meet with them, but it's just like cancel plans. If you don't want to do it, cancel the plans. And then when it comes to any conflicts that happen in tourist season, remember to be open to the fact that there could be a miscommunication. Don't let a bruised ego get in the way of reconciliation. Um, if you have a tendency to sometimes like let conflict go on a little bit longer than it should, just because you really want to like communicate that you were hurt, it might be time to sort of like change that pattern a little bit. Cause it's better to have a resolution than it is to like sit on a not great time. All right. So last one, Pisces. I actually, I'm going to switch decks cause I like this deck better for Pisces. All right. I think Pisces are just sort of like, what even is the world right now? Like, I think Pisces are just like really wide eyed and cute and like, I don't know, like what, like, I feel like Pisces are just like, what is the world? Like, what are you guys doing? And like, they're like, I don't even know like how to handle it. And so it's just kind of like, whatever. Um, I have the Ace of Cups, which is good because this is like, it could be a new romance, but it's also like, it could be a new romance with a person or a new romance with yourself. Um, with the nine of coins being the second card, um, it could also be like signing a contract on a new house or getting married or an engagement. I do have the magician happening for Pisces. So make sure you're working your magic, make sure you're staying positive because when I see the magician, it doesn't mean just like, oh, we're doing rituals and we're, you know, exerting our will through witchcraft. It's also like, Hey, the universe is listening to our thoughts. And so we better keep our thoughts positive because otherwise we could manifest bad stuff. And I don't want you to get in your head like, Oh my God, like I'm, I'm having negative thoughts and now they're going to manifest. And like, I don't want you to get weird in your head through this theory. Like it's okay. If you like, if you go to the negative headspace every once in a while, I think that's like a very natural thing for everyone to do. But just try to correct it and take it to a positive place, even if you don't believe it. Like, even if it's like, I always use, I, I always use low energy as my example. But if you're like, oh, I feel low energy today. Like, I'm so tired. If you're saying to yourself, I'm so tired over and over again, you're just going to breed more of that feelings of, you know, fatigue. Um, so even if you're going to lie to yourself, even if you're lying to your brain and you're lying to the universe and you say, no, I feel energized. Like, what hurt, like, you know, it's not going to hurt. So just try to, you know, try to keep it positive. And then the nine of coins as well. Um, there, you know, this is again, planting seeds for your future, investing in your future. So with that nine of coins too, you might be taking a little bit of money and putting it towards a house or a business venture or your education or even a car. Um, all these things, like it's okay to spend a little bit of money as long as it's something you need. And it's something that is going to help further you and help you manifest your goals. Um, I do feel a little bit of solar plexus stuff going on with Pisces. So just make sure that you are, you know, carrying gold pyrite, working with lemon oil, working with golds and yellow colors as well, and believing in yourself. Um, that is the number one rule of manifestation and witchcraft is to believe in yourself, but don't like fixate on it. Just like, you know, the, yeah, yeah, this is mine. All right, you guys. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. Sorry if I was like, I don't know. I feel like I'm in, I feel like my energy is weird today. So hopefully it like, hopefully I was able to still be an entertainer and pull it off <laughs> and not let you guys like catch on to it too much. Um, I hope that this information was useful to you. If you're um, looking to book a reading, I'm starting to book up a couple weeks in advance. In fact, I'm 
almost fully booked in May. I've, I've still got openings here and there, but it's like I'm starting to fill slots in June. And June, I am doing a heavily restricted schedule because I want to focus mostly on my website. So I might only be doing like one day a month in June. So if you're hoping to get a reading between now and June, you should you should be booking sooner than later because it's just like it's been crazy. It's been awesome. It's been awesome. I'm so lucky and I'm so, I feel so blessed and thrilled that I'm at this place in my career, but like, yeah, like guys, the wait list is real. So, uh, make sure to reach out and let me know if you want to book a reading, uh, find me online at rainbowglitterstar.com on Instagram at the glitter cast for the podcast at rainbow glitter star for my personal account. If you haven't left a review on iTunes, please, please do. This helps me so much. It helps me it helps me in my career because if I'm trying to get on someone else's podcast, they're going to look at my podcast and see how many reviews I have. If I'm trying to get press somewhere else, they look at my body of work and they look at how many followers I have and how many reviews I have. So it's not just like feed my ego. It's like, I need this to build my business. Um, also, you know what, if your partner has an iPhone and you already used it or you don't, or, and you've already used your own iPhone to leave a review, or you don't have one to just steal your partner's just steal every iPhone in sight and please leave me a nice review because I love you and it, it would make me so happy. <laughs> and I'm like, that is a convincing argument. Anyway, I hope you guys have a wonderful Taurus season. I may be off next week just because I'm going to Joshua Tree and I'm not sure um, it might be an off week. I actually have some exciting stuff going on with the podcast that's making me sort of like hesitate to... Um, book people. Cause like, I don't know. I'm, I, I'll have to fill you in with the details late, late, later once I have more information. Um, in the meantime, I love you. Please feel free to reach out if you have any questions. I hope you're having a great, wonderful week. Bye.